0: everyone welcome back to the Mayberry Moms podcast. I'm Ashley and I'm here with my BFF Jody and today we are going to talk a little bit about family diversity. There are a million different ways we could go with this topic, but we feel like the overarching point is we all have differences, we live differently, but the one common point between this podcast, between ourselves as friends, and hopefully all of our listeners, is that we want to cultivate a simple and intentional life. So with that being said, we are going to touch base on the way that I live a simple life, maybe different or similar to the way Jody lives a simple life, the steps we have to take to get there, and how this might be helpful to you or maybe even what some of your differences are.
1: So having a diverse family with um, a lot of differing agents, I feel like plays a big role in me looking for simplicity in my life. Just to tell you a little bit about my past and a little bit about my present and my future, as I would like to think would happen, I used to be a working mom. I used to be a single mom. We have adopted. We've had many kids. We have gone through lots of different life. I think one of the big things that Ashley and I want to convey to you is that There's something for everyone in this podcast. We have public schooled, we have private schooled, we have homeschooled, we have worked, we have stayed at home, we have worked at home. We are just walking this journey with you trying to figure out what is best for our family and how to get to that intentional life where we can look back and just feel like, well done. We made it through and we did it the best we could. So a little bit about my past is um, I was a single mom for not very long, but long enough to know that being a single mom is a hard thing to be. Andy and I got married when I was 20. Dylan was not even one when we got married. He was adopted by Andy a year later. Then we had Lincoln, then we had Christian, then we had Ellison, then we adopted Lillian. And now we have Coulson, and I cannot believe we made it through Coulson's pregnancy. Adopting a child and finding out you're pregnant a month later is not an easy task. There's a whole lot of emotion and a whole lot of just stuff you have to work through. So that gives you a little bit of insight to how diverse my family is. Dylan went to a a private school. He went to a charter school, and now we homeschool. So we've done the whole gamut of schooling as well. My husband has done engineering, and now he's going to school to become a minister. So we have quite the dynamic there as well. So with all this stuff going on, and with so many varying ages, I have to to look for the simple things, the systems that work, margin of time I'm pursuing. I really want my kids to be able to be kids. So I am very intentional about the things we do. And when we do them, and I know that I do things different than a lot of people, but that's what works for us. I know Ashley's situation is a little different, but we come together in wanting the same outcome. Happy, healthy, intentional lives with our kids. Absolutely.
0: For my family, we are only a family of four Little, little bit smaller, kind of, sort of by half. <laughs> we have lived a lot of places, and that has played into our search for simple along the way. We have an eight-year-old son, Carter, and a three-year-old daughter, Erin. We thought we were one and done, so they have a five-year gap between them, and that's also presented some unique challenges as a parent and starting over and making different parenting decisions that many years apart. We started fully on board in the public school system, then we homeschooled, then we tried public school again, and now we're back to homeschooling. I'm truly a big believer, not only you need to do what's best for your family, but you just have to embrace the season you're in. That is so much easier said than done from experience. My husband is deployed right now. If I wasn't looking to make things simpler any other day of the year during this season of my life, I am all about, how do I get through this day? How do I get through this time? It may even just be like, how do I get through the next 10 minutes? So that is a great example of how, you know, we've lived all over the East Coast. I grew up moving around. I have a hard time staying in one place. So to go from Jody's family of eight to my family of four, she's she's kind of stuck around her hometown. I've been all over the place and back and all over again many more times than I can count. That just kind of goes to show you that you can be as varying as you can get, but we all still are searching for how how do we make this really simple, but like the most beautiful life we can for our families. You know, you watch movies or tv shows and just think to yourself wow i really wish i had that but their their family dynamic is so different or you know someone you go to church with and you think they have everything together everything's perfect they do everything right and it all just looks so easy for some people it may be easy but i firmly believe that what we see on the outside isn't always an accurate depiction of what's going on at home Or how hard people are working to maintain a simple, intentional life. Even when something is simple, that doesn't mean that a lot of hard work didn't go into making it that way. Or that there aren't boundaries that are strictly enforced to keep it that way. And sometimes we deal with friction on those boundaries, especially with people that have different family dynamics than we do or make different decisions, or don't understand why we make the decisions we make. And for Jody and I, we haven't known each other that long, but we've stood firm in our belief that the differences really don't matter. What matters is what we have in common, where we aim to go, and how we're going to get there together.
1: Agreed. great. And I, I really like that you said that about the simple, because I believe the simplest Isn't always the easiest. No. And people think we're crazy. (laughs) And people think we're nuts and that there's times that I wonder, you know, I'm getting texts from my husband. We just dropped our oldest son off for his first youth trip. And my son texted me with something and I showed my husband and he said, you know, we just do things different. Yep, And even people that are in our everyday life, we're very different from. And I guess I just want to be okay with that. And I want others to be okay with that as well, to embrace who you are and and do who you are and what your family needs. And I was thinking about what you said about the seasons. And sometimes you just have to go into survival. I know that this past year has been a whirlwind for our family and I call it cocooning. We're in the cocooning (laughs) stage where we're just trying to wrap ourselves until we become a butterfly, if that makes sense, because right now we're just trying to survive and to do the next thing. And I don't know. People think people have it all together. I'm often told that I'm intimidating because I appear that way. And I'm not. I'm a hot mess. And I think that often comparison is a trap we find ourselves in. And in the first episode, Ashley talked about keeping up with the Joneses. And it's just so exhausting to keep up with the Joneses. And I don't even know who the Joneses are. I feel like I'm keeping up with the idea of the Joneses.
0: Right. You're seeing what's on their front porch, not what's in their basement and behind the closet doors. And
1: Not only that, but it's, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. The grass isn't just greener on the other side. I think people are filtering it through their Instagram
0: Absolutely. on the other
1: side. And I just want us to find beauty in the small things and see life, messy life as a blessing and just kind of embrace it. And don't be scared of diversity. So by this, I mean for me to
0: decide as a military spouse, I'm going to make like a super close civilian friend. You know, it wasn't even something I set out to do ever. But then, especially to get close with someone like Jody, who has six kids, who has such a drastically different life than I do. A lot of people are super intimidated by that, and I am telling you that you need to run for that. You need to be excited to have someone in your life, especially if you have children, that can offer so much more than you know. It for me, is very, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's grounding to see someone living through the same circumstances from a different point of view. So we're, we're both in seasons of change and unknown and kids kind of going through different stages of life, but our backgrounds really couldn't be any more different than they are, even for our kids. The fact that we decide none of that matters, our backgrounds don't matter, if anything, the differences actually make it more enjoyable than knowing someone your whole life or having someone, everything's exactly the same. I feel like we bring more to the table when we sit down and say, I wanna know how this looks from your perspective. I wanna offer you my perspective when it feels like no one can understand or there's no way that people who are so vastly different or live differently could ever come to the same conclusion about life, let alone be aiming for the same thing and deciding to just dive headfirst into something together. And that's something you're going to learn about us in this podcast
1: is that's how we operate. <laughs> we dive and we yes. go. All in or all out. Yes. I think that um, another thing that is very important to say is, you know, Ashley said she has her big situations going on and I have my big situations going on. And it's easy to say mine are bigger or yours are bigger. Mm -hmm. We're all going through situations and they're hard. You know, Ashley has a more major thing going on than I feel that I have but the compounding of day and day and day after day of more and more we're all going through the same stuff together we're all just trying to figure it out and it's
0: never to me about the comparison game and it's if you're if you're stuck in that or if you're around people who you feel like that is where they are i encourage you to try and remove yourself from that and you know it, it's difficult to get people to change But, you know, maybe you can offer them words of encouragement that we don't have to compare. We can just share empathy and know that, man, their situation is different than mine, but I see where it's difficult like mine is. Or I see where there's pain and sadness and just days when you want to give up. Just the same as what I am going through. And that's that's where I like to stay rooted, is that no matter if your situation feels monumental or tiny, it doesn't have to be about the size. It's just about taking the journey with someone and, and coming out on the other side and saying, hey, we did a thing. We made it through this silly little thing like a flat tire on the side of the road or we made it through a major loss or a huge life change or moving across the country whatever it is embracing the differences making the most of them and really getting to experience the things that people miss out on when they're focused on the stuff the running the going non-stop the they're different than us different is scary. It can be scary at first, but I'm telling you, letting that fear
1: control you makes you miss out on a lot. I agree. And just to be completely transparent, when you stop and you have that silence and you just are intentional about your time, it's hard. It's hard to have that time to think through things and continue on and figure things out. It's it's easy to just keep going to the next thing and the next thing and the distraction not paying attention to anything when you are intentional about that silence. I know in the morning when I first started getting up early, I was like, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> like this is weird. And I would Frick turn it. on Yeah, I would turn on music. And then I'd be like, no no I'm supposed to be silent. And it was just so hard for me to tune out everything, you know, the phone, text, the dog, everything. Oh, the kids cuz normally with kids I'm like silence this is bad I should be going and figure out what's going on someone is hurt what are they destroying so I think that that is the hard first step is to to make that time and then to embrace that time and allow that time for yourself and to think through things mm-hmm. and all of this really works into saying it doesn't matter to me
0: what differences I'm going to face or you know back to the diversity thing every every walk of life I feel like people want more for their families in the sense of less. Very rarely have I come across people that just want everything and don't want to slow down. Don't feel overwhelmed. I feel like we all just have to embrace the fact that change is necessary. It can be terrifying. I hate that word. But in order to get the things we we desire out of this life, we have to take these steps together, even if you're partnering with someone as far different as you can imagine from you. Taking those first steps into having a quiet moment for yourself. It doesn't matter if it's at six in the morning, or three in the afternoon, if you just take a moment to sit and think about what is this all for? What are we working toward? Who else is out there doing the same thing? And how can I gain progress in my journey while helping someone else along in theirs too because from experience there's so much value in being there for someone else and having someone else there for you through the big and the little thing
1: and I think also you need to be okay with who you are you have to be okay with you
0: yeah that's a tough one guys I'm not there yet
1: (laughs) it's hard it's hard because the world tells you you should be something different Right. You know, we had Netflix for so long and my kids didn't know they were missing out on anything because there was no commercials. And then they turned on regular TV and there's like, wait, there's all these toys in the world. It's kind of like that. Yes. My
0: kids are like zombies in front of the TV at my mom's with all the commercials. And I can see a drastic difference in when they're here and we're streaming something, just a movie or cartoon, whatever it is. Needless to say, there's no commercials. There's no ads. And then when you go there and it's ad after ad after ad and they're targeted for them. No one's stupid. Mm -hmm. The asking and the, oh, I need, I need, I need. There's no definition between a need and a want. I'm sure we'll get there someday.
1: (laughs) It's insane. Not just that, but the world tells you what beauty is and what you should be wanting to go after. I mean, that's a whole nother episode, I feel like. Right. Because, you know, we're just told we're not enough. We're not skinny enough. We don't have enough. Our hair's not the right color. We're not wearing the right makeup. We're not driving the right vehicle. We're not... You need
0: a new phone.
1: You need the nicest house. You just never feel like you're enough or have enough or you can be enough. And I feel like that is what you and I are really trying to push against.
0: Yeah. We're here to tell you and ourselves, because we're not fooling anyone, that we're enough. We're all enough. And... It's not up to your neighbor, your the PTO mom at school, the football coach. That's not who decides that we're enough. We just are. You can't change those circumstances. You can try and try and try and try to be more, but you're never going to feel more. You're just going to end up more upset. Right. More disappointed, more ashamed, more feeling like you've gotten away from what matters. And that's what we hope to get. Ourselves and all of you closer to, to is what, what truly life. matters.
1: Yeah. All right. So we'll see you next time. Bye bye.